Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by JVentures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley and is sponsored by Hillel Stanford, UpWest, and Hippo Insurance. Welcome to the 72nd episode, and we have Daniel Talmore, co-founder and CEO at Lumen. Daniel is the co-founder and CEO of Lumen, a company developing consumer nutrition management platform based on a small device that measures metabolism in a single breath and provides personalized food, lifestyle, and health recommendations. Lumen sold 10,000 devices on Indiegogo during the pre-campaign. Previously, Daniel co-founded Wibia, acquired by Conduit, and later held VP roles at Conduit. Danielle, thank you so much for joining me on 20 Minute Leaders. Thank you for having me. So good to have you. Where are you calling from right now? Uh, Tel Aviv. Tel Aviv. And how is everything with the quarantine and with COVID-19? It's, uh, it seems reasonable now, actually. It's, uh, we're, we're starting to see the end and uh, people are more yep. going outside. And uh, yeah, I, I'm fairly optimistic around that at the moment. Fantastic. So, you know, th- this interview is going to be published uh, in a few weeks. So I'm, I'm always curious to see how uh, the state of during the interview time and then what actually happens once it's published. So yeah. uh, let's, just, let's hope that everything is open by then and everything's, uh, everything's wonderful. And Danielle, you're working on one of, the, one of the coolest companies that I know, and that's because I'm a, you know, I'm a, a fitness and health uh, sort of fanatic myself. I used to be so passionate about what I put in my body and, and, how, I, and how I treat myself. And uh, now with the quarantine, I've been indulging in a little bit more pizza than I should. Uh, all, but, of uh, all, all of us. Uh, Daniel, you know, before we get into Lumen, give me a brief rundown of everything you've done up to now, because you, you, you're a seasoned entrepreneur. You've had a lot of experience before coming to Lumen. And then like to dive into uh, this incredible device that you've created. Okay. Okay. So I'll try to be brief around that. So I'm, uh, I've been an entrepreneur for the past... Uh, 16 years. So this is Lumen is my our thir- third company. I'll talk about my founders in a second. Uh, uh, but um, kind of my professional life, this is almost all I did. Before that, Boy Scouts, a kid in the Boy Scouts, a uh, lot of people interaction and so forth. Uh, and then the Navy as a Navy officer. Wow. Uh, so that's, uh, I think, ki- kind of gave me a certain skill set to let's say work pretty well with people. Yeah. But, uh, but nothing professional really to, to dive into. And I think I became a good learner around that. Uh, sure. Sure. Uh, those periods of time, but that's, uh, that's it. So, uh, my, my journey began, uh, very naively in 2005. I sat next to, uh, the first day of school in university in IDC in Herzliya. I sat next to my, uh, my founder today, my partner ah. for a lot of, for a lot of time. Uh, we sat next to each other uh, his name is Droll. And, um, very naively, we started talking about doing something on the internet and, uh, we built something, we built a product. Uh, we found our, uh, our, uh, our missing link, the technical guy was was our CTO in all companies and still is, uh, Avi. And uh, we built kind of a search engine to uh, uh, a very visual uh, one that helps people kind of uh, browse through the top websites in every category. That was a first uh, initiative. Um, we'd made every mistake possible in the book. We, we 
We built a product, never launched it for two and a half years. Wow. Always tweaking it and, and improving it. No one ever experienced that. Um, and then we launched it at TechCrunch 50. And at the time we launched it, uh, we decided that no one will actually use that engine. There is a better <laughs> one out there. Uh, um, and we killed it and immediately got start pitching something else, basically. In the second day of the conference, we started pitching something completely different. Uh, and that thing was a tool for websites to and publishers to integrate apps into and services into their yep. platforms. So, and that was our second company, basically, that was Wibia. Uh, and Wibia was kind of a fairy tale story. Uh, two and a half years, raised about $2.5 million eventually sold it to another company, another Israeli company called Conduit. Yep. Um, um, and stayed there for two and a half years. And then uh, the three of us left and started basically three months later, started working on Lumen. So Daniel, you actually went with your two co-founders throughout this whole entrepreneurial journey for 15 years, which is also, it's not that common. Uh, you know, a, a lot of fa- so I actually thought that from the top reasons why companies fail, one of the top reasons is that founders have a dispute at some point and and they part ways. Uh, but you have an experience here. Do, do you think that's that's just sort of like the fact that you were all in the army, not necessarily together, but you all went through these this camaraderie experience and you learn what it takes to work with people, even if you don't necessarily see eye to eye and everything? Um, I'm. I'm not sure it's the army. I think it's the type of personas you work with and not necessarily the army. Yes, the army gets uh, maybe gives you some skills around that, but you can you can take it from a lot of places and it's mainly sure. the people you choose to work with. And to be honest, it's also it's a process, right? We were oh yeah. We had, we all of us had a lot of ego on the table when we started working together and everything was much, much harder. Um and yes, we, we're fortunate to continue together. Uh but for for Lumen, what we did was even more uh, was more dangerous. It's basically Lumen was incubated in my house. So my spouse Michal and her twin sister Merav, they it's basically their baby. So they are the science, nutrition, physiology, everything smart behind what we do. Um, I uh, fell in love with the concept, the concept of of measuring and understanding something that really happens in my body that potentially will have an impact on on the way I train, on the food I eat, and on my health in the future. And I was fascinated by that. And I'm fortunate to have a very good teacher uh, every evening on the couch explaining to me the science. I love it. The physiology love it. works and everything. And and somehow, I don't know how I got my, my co-founders, Lo and Avi, to, to join into this uh, journey. I know how. I sold them a, 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 a very... Uh, like a very big lie, in a sense. I told them, this and it's going to be a breeze. It's hardware, but we get the sensors, we get designed, we do a Kickstarter after a year, we have a product out there. That was 2014, and it only took us six years to get the product out eventually, uh, but we did. Um, so, I love yeah, it. That was, uh, I, I, that I love that story. So, so where, where is Lumen right now? So, at this, so May 2020, what's happening with Lumen? So Lumen started in 2014, but actually, in a way, Lumen is really starting now. Uh, we launched a product to our backers um, who backed us on Indiegogo. Um, 10,000 of them. Uh, in 2018. Yeah, 10,000 of them in, two, in kind of mid-late 2018. Wow. Uh, we delivered the product. Uh, it took us a lot of time, but we delivered uh, the product in uh, 
in January. Most of the products got to customers in January. And now we're actually feeding from their feedback wow. and continuously improving the product. And very soon, in about two weeks' time, we're going to kind of publicly launch um, what we're doing after we get some feedback and we got, got more inventory to, uh, to sell. So yeah, Lumen is, uh, uh, it's the middle of the journey, but for the people outside of the company, in a way, it's just the start, just the beginning. Oh, oh, I'm sure. So, so first of all, Indiegogo, I don't get to meet many people that have launched such successful campaigns on Indiegogo. I mean, 10,000 units sold. That's a lot of confidence and a product that hasn't been launched yet. What, what was that experience like going on, on crowdfunding and trying to get the public to really buy into this idea of of this hardware that's going to help you gain control over what you put into your body. Yeah, it was it was fascinating because um, you know we've been pitching this concept and we've actually been uh, testing it with prototypes like uh, in uh, since 2017. But still, to for someone to take money out of the pocket and pay for something for for a device and really engage with it, that was. Uh, you really need to understand how you're going to sell this and why would people buy it. And we really um, didn't want this to be a concept of uh, um, this is a cool gadget that you you just buy or another another gadget. We wanted this to be tied into something people care about. And nutrition is something people are deeply passionate about. There oh, is totally. a community of people who are obsessed about it uh, yeah. <laughs> for, for different reasons. Working out, losing weight. Um, and so we took a shot at this, uh, as basically not positioning this as a device that can do thousands of things, but actually more capturing and showing you if Lumen is in your hands, how can you use it? How, what, what's the value for you? And I think um, as opposed to many other campaigns that are basically show, showcasing technology, uh, we were a lot more focused on the experience. And we kind of knew that the experience we were offering is something that people will actually uh, be using and, and succeeding with. So right. that's, uh, I think, a theme to, that's, that is pretty solid to start uh, to work on a campaign with. Um, to be honest, I didn't do a lot in the campaign. It's also finding the people who are uh, talented around that. And my, my partner always uh, led led this concept almost completely alone with a, with a very selected few. Um, and he did a phenomenal job. Definitely, definitely. So, so give, give me, you know, in, in a few sentences, what, what am I experiencing when I hold Lumen in my hands? And trust me, I'm going to be holding Lumen in my hands okay. uh, sooner or later. Okay, so yes, this is this is Lumen. Uh, wow. Basically, it's, uh, it's a very small device that you can carry with you or put in your stand, and you breathe to this in the morning. Um, it's not a normal breath. You inhale air through it, and everything is guided through an app. You hold the air in your lungs for 10 seconds, and you exhale. And what Lumen does is, is basically sampling the CO2 content of your breath, and through that, it basically reflects to you whether you're currently using fats or carbs for fuel in real time. Um, and it changes, right? Our body can use fats and carbs, and those are two different fuels for probably different goals in a sense. But um, what you want to be doing if, if you're waking up in the morning on a fasted state, you want your body to be using fats. 
uh, because nighttime is the time for the body to transition to fat burn in a sense. So that's the first moment in the day that you can get the sense of control of really what's happening. What, what happened yesterday? Have you been eating too much? You ate too late? You drank alcohol in the evening? Uh, stress? sleep deprivation, all of those are preventing you basically from, from, getting into, uh, um, from, from getting into fat burn in the morning. But then and what do I do with this information? So let's say I, I get this information. Okay, yeah, fine. So I'm burning carbs. I'm not burning fat. What do I do now? So what Lumen provides you with is, is kind of actionable insights on what you should be doing. Uh, so you get a nutrition plan for today, what you should be eating. You should follow that. Um, it's insightful around workouts and it's insightful around how much carbs, proteins, and fat you should have. And it actually, uh, gradually becomes more and more actionable, um, the way we design the product. Um, and once you follow that, you'll measure again the next morning and you start seeing the change. Uh, so it teaches okay. you in a way, there is a learning experience in that journey of self-exploration and it teaches you what's wor- what works for you which not necessarily will be the thing that will work for someone else. So, and how, how quickly will I see this change? Uh, and how quickly will I see the progress that I'm making towards my, let's say my goal is to burn more fat. So how quickly will I, see, I notice this change? It's, um, it really depends on, how, on, on you, in a sense, people who are uh, insulin resistance or uh, yeah. have insulin resistance who are pre-diabetic, will probably take a bit longer to see the impact. But generally healthy people, it's a matter of days wow. of following a nutrition plan and seeing that. Um, and and it's an interesting feedback loop because you can mess it up very easily. Okay, one night of uh, playing poker, eating pizza with friends, mm, you wake up on a, on a car burn very easily, which is okay, right? It's, uh, it's, it's part of life. But you want to have the tool that kind of guides you or the compass that gives you direction when you're when you're good when the things you did are impactful or when when it's not when you can can get back to back on track basically definitely so you know two, two questions here because uh, changing human behavior and changing consumer behavior is difficult it's almost impossible uh, i had the pleasure of working with dan Ariely at irrational labs a few years ago and and our research and our work was centered around how can we think of consumer behavior on on technological products and guide for different behaviors based on what we're doing? And part of Dan's uh, premise is that you know we are irrational beings. We, it's very hard for us to change our behavior, but it's very easy for it's much easier for us to change our environment, which will force us to change our behavior. So how do you how do you perceive users? Uh, adhering to this nutrition plan and changing their behavior as a result of saying this these results on an app. Is that something that you really think is going to happen or, or have you been saying that it's happening? We're already seeing it's happening, uh, but it's a, it's a process of designing. So the device is really only the first phase, right? The, the experience that the user goes through in terms of insights and what should he do about it, as you, as you said, rightfully, it's happening in the app, right? And that journey yep. is really happening through content in the app. Sure. Um, I can give you an example exactly pointing to the point you're, that you're raising uh, when we launched this or gave it to beta users in the early batches, we told them you can measure in the morning and before before lunch and after lunch, before workout, after workout. We gave them tons of opportunities to measure and understand stuff. Um, and it, it was a bit overwhelming to them. 
And then what we yes. did is saying, what is the ritual? The, the one ritual we need to nurture that will become maybe the default. We have a, basically we have a potential to capture uh, a moment of the user's day. When is that going to be? And how, how much value we can focus on that moment? And that moment it. is morning time. We, we find that morning time at fasting, there is something, um, there is a, it's, a, it's a mindful moment that you can take for yourself uh, and people can get used to it, basically like brushing their teeth, right? Behavioral change is hard, but people are relatively okay with brushing their teeth, I hope. Um, and so I think wellness rituals have a potential to, to make an impact and to, and to become habits if, if there is a feedback loop. Right, it's 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 easier to some extent if you can measure something that gives you a reflection of what's happening and where you're going, you're, where you're heading. Oh no, totally, and you know, so that and I think that goes back to a lot of research by Nirayal on habit formation and and atomic habits uh, that I read recently about how do you do these incremental steps. And one of the most important parts of habit formation really is this idea that you have this quick feedback loop, and you can see this you know, very incremental, small progress every day, because a lot of people who are, let's say, are trying to lose weight, which I guess is a very common use case for people who want to use Lumen, they, if they don't see their weight drop within a day or two, it becomes very hard to, to continue this ritual. Uh, but if you can guide them on a daily basis of, okay, you've, you've now transitioned a little bit more towards the fat burning zone, that, that makes sense as something that could be very beneficial. Yeah, that's that's true. And I can say that in the past six years, we struggled a lot about weight loss in general, right? Because what happens when weight loss, when you succeed, let's say it works and you lose a couple of pounds. <laughs> and and so why will you use Lumen in a sense? And that's uh, so, and what's the value of that ritual? So what we focus on um, is really about metabolic flexibility and metabolic health. And this is a, a constant evolution of your body. Our metabolism changes on a daily basis, but also really like being in shape and out of shape, right? If you run totally. every day, you're in shape. If you stop running for a week, you're, you're a bit out of shape. You're not completely out of shape, but you're trailing into this. The same happens with our uh, metabolic flexibility or our metabolic health, our ability to use carbs or fats as fuel as they're available or not available. Uh, fats from our, our own stores. And and that is something that never dies in a way. That's something that you can constantly improve. And the nutrition journey people uh, take upon themselves is, is one that is dynamically changing. They start to work out. Uh, their metabolism changes. They, they fly. Now no one flies, but they fly and they get jet lag, right? Um, yeah. they, so they go on a vacation. Um, so in a sense, that's, uh, that's how we see, uh, the, the future. Even if people come to lose weight, what we get them hooked on eventually is metabolic health, which is something sustainable. I love it. Okay. So the, the second it comes on, on Amazon or wherever you're selling it, please let me know so I can be one of the first people I to will. purchase it. Uh, it. It sounds incredible. And as a person who I I'm very dedicated to my health and working out and 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 doing a lot of these uh, a lot of these research on my own, uh, it's definitely something that we need, uh, and it's something that I would find so useful because that unknown and, and that feeling of control that you don't really feel like you have over your body uh, throughout your life, I think that's something that's that's really really wonderful. Uh, 
Daniel, before we go, and I can't believe 20 minutes are almost over because I have so many questions. Uh, I want to ask you the most important question. Uh, three words that you would best describe yourself or that one of your co-founders would describe you as. Mm. So um, I'll be honest, I thought about it because that's a tough question. I think it's a good one, though. It's the hardest question. Uh, it's the hardest question. Uh, so I think uh, optimistic would be one. Um, I'm definitely optimistic in everything I do. 15 years as an entrepreneur, Daniel, come on. You have to be optimistic. You have to be optimistic. And and in doing some stuff that are really off the trend, um, and, you know, wellness is a trend, but hardware, no one will invest in hardware, especially the early stages. It's, It's really hard to build a company that is doing consumer behavioral changes. You claim hardware and so forth. Uh, so optimistic is one. Um, I'm a learner. I love it. I love, uh, I look at every experience I'm going through as uh, as a learning phase. If it's it. the dynamics with the team or if it's uh, understanding CO2 and CO2 sensors yep. and so forth. And the last one is, uh, is a leader, but it's an aspiration. So I aspire to be a good leader, but not good leader for the community, good leader for my team in a sense. So this is my, my focus and I hope I'm, uh, I'm on a trajectory to do a good job there. Uh, Daniel, thank you so much. And, and sure, it was a pleasure. everything. It sounds amazing. Thank you.